What up? It's Mr. Ludi Rudiani. This is take number three. The first two takes did not end well. But let's go ahead and shill my Twitch channel. That's uh, twitch.tv backslash Mr. underscore Ludi underscore. That's, and this is just me gonna have to, I'm gonna have to spell it out for you because you're never gonna get it if I don't. Twitch.tv backslash MR underscore L O O D Y underscore Mr. Ludi. Okay. Don't search it. Don't just search Mr. Ludi. It doesn't pop up. Because, you know, I've only got 13 followers. That ain't a lot. But I got a lot of stuff that I want to say when I'm playing these games. And I'm just sitting there all lonely in the wind, shriveling up and blowing away. In any case, this is uh, episode two. Here we fucking go, folks. Andre Chikatilo. Have you ever heard of this guy, Andre Chikatilo? Let me tell you about this dude, all right? When he was a kid, he would get his dick beat by his mom. Now, aside from the incest, okay, what I'm talking about is she's not beating him off. She's not beating his dick off, no. She's just whipping his dick until it's broke. So this fool can't pop a boner. And he goes absolutely insane. He finds out the only way that he could uh, get hard is if he's actively killing or hurting a female. So what does he do? He becomes Russia, one of Russia's first and most prolific serial killers. Because that's the only way he could get his, uh, he could bust a nut. Okay. Now, that's crazy. To me, that's crazy. I couldn't imagine not going to a private room, setting out the candles, bringing up, you know, some romantic music. And then feverishly jerking off and busting a nut. I can't imagine not being able to do that. This guy had to be hurting somebody. They said that his knife that he was stabbing people with, that his knife was basically a dick. And that's how he he was fucking him with his knife. This is bizarre shit, right? To me, it's bizarre. And I like a lot of bizarre things. I'm not going to say I like this because it just seems real disgusting to me. But he would also, like, bite their nipples off and chew them. He said he was nibbling. Nibbling the nipples. 
Well, I mean, you know, hey, there ain't nothing wrong with biting a titty off every now and then, but sometimes you got to think of the other person, right? Andre Chikatilo was a crazy fucking guy. He has a kid. What he would do is he would nut in his hand and just shove it straight up his significant other. And somehow that got him pregnant. Look, I didn't think that's I didn't think that was possible. I'm not very smart in terms of uh how the reproduction of a human being occurs. All I know is you plow and then they then a little shit pops out later on. That's all I know. I had two of them shits pop out it's crazy I just think it's so fucking strange that this Chikatilo guy the only way he can blast a nut is to uh, be stabbing some bitches well I think also he was doing it to little kids so he's just a real shitty human being but apparently also in his court trial, he fucking uh, was acting all crazy. And at one point, they had him sitting in a fucking cage. Can you believe that? It's a, it's a literal circus, a literal zoo. They got this sack of shit sitting in a cage. And he's sitting there in front of the judge. And he stands up and says, Judge, you really think I could do something with this dick? And he whips his dick out and starts twirling it around. And it's just like a wet noodle. It just, it doesn't get hard. I don't think I could get hard in front of a judge. I mean, I feel like that'd be kind of tough, right? You're at your court date. Well, I don't know. I mean, it depends on how how much you enjoyed the crime, right? I feel like if you enjoyed the crime... A lot. You might be able to just, you know, pop a boner. Pitch a tent right there. But, you know, Andre, I guess, he actually had to be doing something to get erect. So, he couldn't. And he's just flinging his dick around in front of the judge. Me, on the other hand... If I was in that position, and if I really enjoyed my crime, and I closed my eyes for a second, and thought about setting out the candlelights, putting on the romantic music, and feverishly jerking off in front of the judge, I don't know, that, it actually just sounds kind of tough, like, you're, you're on the spot. Now you have to perform in front of not only the judge, but a, a jury of your peers, the press, lawyers. Like, beating off in front of lawyers, that doesn't sound... I mean, it sounds pretty metal, right? Like, But, I don't know. I just think uh, a lot of people wouldn't be able to enjoy the splendors of masturbation uh, 
in front of all those eyes. Some people probably would. I know there's a lot of exhibitionists out there that would be like, oh, this is the greatest day of my life. But, you know, I think there's a lot more people that would be like, don't look at my dingling, bro. But Andre Chikatilo's a weird guy. He stuck his dick out. He was twirling it, going, you think I could do anything with this, huh? You think I could rape with this thing? It's useless. This dude is crazy. So, he was sentenced to death, Andre. Now, I want you to think about this. This man was getting cracked in the dick by his mom. Murdered a shit ton of of women, I think children too, just to get off. Just cause so he could, uh, just so he could come. And stood in front of a judge in a cage, whipping his dick out. Now there's now he's sentenced to death. And how do they kill this man? They shoot him once, behind the ear. And dis- and that kills. Andre Chikatilo. Now, see, I like. I know that you have to be humane to to these people, you know, the serial killers and whatever. You have to be humane, and oh, there's lethal injection, and oh, there's the gas chamber, and oh, there's you know. I think what we should do as a society. Because that's what we live in. We should just revert back to our old ways. I'm I'm looking at you Mexicans. Okay. You put them on a rock. Like a pillar. Kind of arching their chest out. You cut under the ribs, through the diaphragm, reach in there, pull that heart out while it's beating. I mean, they're dead at this point. (laughs) So, you know, whatever happens afterwards is inconsequential, but I think we should just extract the heart then cut the head off, study the brain. I I think that's what we should do. I mean, that's kind of a deterrent to not be a shitty, shitty person. And it also pays correct tribute where it's due. That's just my two cents. But I've been listening to a lot of like serial killer shit recently. And I like listening to serial killer shit. Why? Because it gives me all these ideas. And before you start dialing 911, no. My ideas do not involve murdering other people. I And I do not get that from watching serial killer stuff or listening to shit about serial killers. Because any thought that I've had about 
you know, displaying the guts has been in my mind for a very long time. And guess what? I've never displayed anybody's guts. So you can fuck off, federal agent. You can fuck off everybody else that thinks I do weird shit. And I work. I get in my car. I drive home. I play Dead by Daylight. I throw people on hooks on Dead by Daylight and sacrifice them on Dead by Daylight. That's what I do. But in any case, forgot what I was saying. Oh, the ideas. No, the ideas I get are more so about the minds. What's going through the minds of these serial killers, man? This shit is crazy. The way that serial killers do stuff. The way that they're, some of them are concerned about their numbers. Like, Jesus Christ, their numbers? I just recently listened to one about a uh, I listened to a podcast about a serial killer who was the Dexter of Brazil who was to me sounds like he was inflating his numbers he's like nah bro I killed a hundred people and then he went to jail I killed a hundred people in jail too it just sounded like he was inflating his numbers but for what reason you know, what was the, there was another killer that was worried about Ted Bundy having more kills than they did. If you're going to kill, don't kill for the numbers. Just kill for the thrill. That's all there is to it. Don't worry about no numbers. The numbers will come if you do good. But because you didn't, like, like old Willie Picton... He was just thinking about hitting that 5-0. And so he got all sloppy and got caught. He even said that. Don't worry about the numbers. Just do what you got to do. Uh, but first and foremost, I do not advocate serial killing of any kind. Unless the serial that you are killing is a box of Wheaties. Because Wheaties are delicious, and I don't give a shit what anybody says. I will take any, I will take Wheaties over any fucking cereal over any time of the day. And if you don't like that, if you don't like Wheaties, let me tell you something. If you don't like Wheaties, you can take a fucking spoon and shove it right. <laughs> You know, humans are quite possibly one of the smartest species in the solar system. We don't know what's out there. We don't know if there's something smarter than us. We like to think we're the shit and that's it. But you never know. Now... It just so happens that no matter how smart us humans are, there's some of us 
that does really dumbass shit. And when I say dumbass shit, I mean dumbass shit. Like, think about it. Okay? Think about this. <clears throat> People get into airplanes to travel from point A to point B. Point B being across a large stretch of land faster, right? That's why human beings do what they do when it comes to flying. That's not the stupid part. The stupid part is that some humans like to go as high as possible and just jump out of planes. I want you to think about that. Imagine you're looking at ants. And these ants take a plane, fly to the roof of the kitchen. And then they just start jumping out. And you see them do this day in, day out. Doesn't that just look stupid? It looks like a dumbass thing. What if the chute don't open? Well, then they fucking die. People take risks that don't need to be taken. To me, skydiving is kind of stupid. The act of getting into a plane just to jump out of a fucking plane and risk your life just sounds pretty stupid to me. I don't know. I think differently, I guess, than most people do. There's also cave diving. Spelunking. Well, on the outside of the act of cave dwelling or diving excuse me it doesn't seem dumb because you're exploring and exploring is a good thing but these people what they will do is they will fit their head in an area fit their shoulders in the area and think oh I'll just squeeze through here like Okay, well, that's pretty stupid to me. If you can't if you can't back up out of there, you're fucked. Just like uh just like the nutty putty cave incident. Have you guys heard of this nutty putty cave? I'm sure it's it's been I think a very long time that it happened. I think it happened sometime around 2009 or 10. This dude goes into this cave. Now, this cave, the Nutty Putty Cave, was known to be dangerous. There's been, there was people getting stuck in this cave. Rescue teams had to go retrieve them. And it was shut down for a while. And then it was opened back up, and the only way you could go into the fucking Nutty Putty Cave is with a permit. So these people, they take it into their own hands, these two guys, and they said, okay, let's get, to, let's get inside this Nutty Putty Cave, and let's uh, see what we can see. I don't know what, what the purpose was. I guess it just gives 
them a thrill to go down into this cave. I don't know. I'm not that type of person. So, but in any case, they begin their descent into the cave. And they start looking for something called the birth canal. Which, to me, is hilarious. Because when you think of a birth canal, you think of a kid getting squeezed out of there and shitted out of a fucking birth canal. And their head, you know, ripping open, the whatever. So, birth canal is kind of funny to me. It doesn't sound like some place that I want to... Um, you know, fit my whole body through. Uh, I mean, I feel like I've been, I, we've all been in the birth canal, right? We've all been to a birth canal at some point in our lives. <laughs> some, some more than others, I'll say that. So in any case, they they start looking for this shit. This guy goes into an area that is unmapped. He doesn't know because I don't think he knew the area that well. But he goes into this area that's unmapped. And he squeezes his way down. He squeezes. There's a part of of this area... Where he had to suck in his chest. Or or something like that. To squeeze through. I mean if. If that's not an indication of. Don't go this way. I don't know what is. Like these. These people think that they're just not gonna die. I don't get it. It's like they, they start yelling. Like see some people. They just on the street yelling at obvious gang members thinking they're just untouchable and then what happens they get shot I don't know what to say the only thing I can say is to anybody listening think about the situation you are in if you're sitting there yelling in the face of a man that has a gun pointed at your head, there's two outcomes. You're, you're doing the 50-50. A, he's going to shoot you in the fucking head. Or B, he's going to say, you're right. I should. Which one do you think is most likely? You think this man that's potentially robbing you is going to is going to uh, think twice about committing murder. Maybe you will. But are you really willing to risk that? Like, no, you cut down on the odds of getting killed. The odds of you landing safely on the ground after jumping out of a plane are about 50-50. Either the shit's going to work or the shit ain't going to work. You go into a cave, you find an area where you have to really squeeze through 
and suck your chest in to get to the other side. Well, do you know what's on the other side of that? This guy said, thought to himself, there's going to be an opening on the other side of that. There wasn't. 50-50 chance. Why not just, instead of taking that 50-50 chance, save yourself a little bit of energy and not fucking die? That's crazy, right? I mean, it's just maybe it's crazy for me to think. Hopefully, some people out there hear this and it saves their lives because they're they're going to think twice about doing some dumb shit like going into a cave head first, squeezing your way down just like he did. And the cave was at such an angle that he was stuck. Now, the area that he was stuck in, upside down, mind you, was an area that was measured about 10 by 18 inches. I want you to picture that. 10 by 18 inches. Your TV, your your not your TV, but your monitor is most likely bigger than that. Maybe by a little bit, maybe the monitor's a little bit smaller wide width wise anyways but think about that 10 inches it's not even a foot get a ruler out measure 10 inches and then see if you can fit through that shit well this guy fits his ass through that shit and it's about what was they say like 400 500 feet from the surface it took an hour to get down there for the rescue people this is this is insanity to me so this guy is stuck upside down basically pinned in there 18 inches wide 10 inches 18 by 10 inches we'll just say that Unable to move. He's stuck in there for 28 hours. You hearing me? 28 hours. Upside down. Why? Because this is the shit that people do. They do shit like this. And they get in trouble. And they think nothing bad's gonna happen. And then what happens? Something bad happened. And unfortunately for this guy, Mr. John Jones, he passed away in the cave upside down. Listen. All the he had a heart attack or something and passed away because he was all the blood and stuff just pools on the top. All the fluid in his body went to his head and his heart trying to pump the blood through just couldn't do it. So he fucking died of a cardiac arrest. Holy shit. I got the hiccups all of a sudden. 
So, what did they do? Well, he was so stuck. Let me tell you how stuck Mr. Jones was. He was so stuck that they could not pull his dead body out of the cave. This is the saddest shit ever. They couldn't pull his dead body out of the cave. They left him in the cave where he resides to this day. And this happened 2009, I think. Ladies and gentlemen, do not do stuff that's going to end up killing you in the most horrific fashion. I want you to imagine that shit. Being stuck in an area from head to toe, 10 by 18 inches. 10 inches by 18 inches. This is, uh, I think about it, it's absolutely insanity. So they, uh, well, while he was alive, they tried bringing him back up. There was rescue attempts. They had to, they had to do like a pulley system. And as they were pulling him up, they were contemplating, well, there's an angle here where he was sucking in his shit. Where his legs can't really bend that way because of the way he went down. So they were like, well, we're just going to have to break his legs. So they were, I mean, I think that what they were trying to do is go full forward and just break his legs to save the man's life, which I bet he wouldn't have mind. Sure, it was hurting him. But really think about it. I'm willing to have my legs broken in order to save my life. It sucks. But that's the that's the truth of the matter. And they were they were I think they were they were going to do that. But prior to them pulling him out, of course that never happened. He passed away. In this, in the Nutty Putty Cave, why is it called Nutty Putty? Because uh, something about the soil or the rocks—they have like a putty-like texture about them. The deeper you get into the cave, and that's why it was called the Nutty Putty Cave. They made a movie called The Last Descent. And in the movie, there's lots of sad scenes and everything like that. And the way he's trapped, he can look and see his brother and see his first rescuer's face. This is a lot more upbeat than what actually happened. What actually happened was gruesome, from what I've read. I mean, it's a it's 
it's a decently written movie. The acting's kind of eh. But I can see what they were doing. They had a great message with the movie. You know. Um, they covered everything pretty much. They showed footage from the real news. Because there was this was a big thing, I guess. I just remember reading about it a couple years after the fact. I'm never going to put myself in a situation where I get stuck in a 10 by 18 space upside down for 28 freaking hours. That's just, to me, is just insane. Now, this man had plans to be a pediatric cardiologist. Noble pursuit. Smart man. Failed to see that 50-50 chance. The 50-50 chance was he makes it over that little hump where he had to suck in his gut or his chest or whatever hell it was and he comes to an opening where he can turn around or he gets stuck upside down for 28 hours and dies he failed to see that 50-50 chance I don't know what causes people to seek these kind of thrills but more power to them I personally would like more sacrificial material on this world. So the more people that stay alive, the better. But anyways, yeah, the, the movie was okay. You can see it for free on YouTube. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember how I watched it the first time, but I tried watching it again. You can see it for free on YouTube. I suggest it's called... The Last Descent, I suggest you guys go and check it out. It's got a little bit of everything. The horror of being stuck in a claustrophobic space. The love story with him and his wife and the birth of his child. It's all really well done, except for the acting. The acting left a lot to be desired. But that's neither here nor there. Watch that shit. Do not go head first. Into caves. Or areas that you don't know if you're going to pop back out. And if you do. Then. Uh, you know. You're taking that 50-50. You're going to jump out the plane. Taking that 50-50. We'll say the plain thing is more of a 75-25. Because in the most cases, the parachute does work. But there's always a chance that you're going to be the one that goes splat. It's kind of like when you think about these fucking cars that have no drivers. Like, what if it just fucks up? And now you're just in a death machine 
in a coffin with wheels just rolling you down the street towards a ravine. You're just screaming helplessly on the inside. Stop, please. Oh, and then you fall through down the ravine. You hit the ground. It explodes. Your body parts fly all over the place. And you're still alive. But you just have like a torso and, your, and a head. And you're like, oh, and one arm. Oh, oh, you're freaked out on the ground. And then the birds start picking your eyes. And the snakes start biting your ass. Rats come out of the ground and start eating your face. And then, a, and then a big elk comes and takes a little shit on you. There's no 50-50 chances, man. There's no 50-50 chances. I ain't going to be fucking around with that shit. I'll tell you what I'd rather do. I'd rather... Yo, wake up. Wake up. God damn, I went droning on right there. Fucking was putting myself to sleep talking. Jesus. You know, I like to picture people listening to me on the road, at home, just relaxing. They, they shut their eyes and then they f fall into a slumber, sometimes endlessly. If they're on the road. But other times, they get a full night's sleep. That's what I like to imagine. You know, those two particular realms. It's like the yin and the yang. Some people, I put them to sleep while they're laying in bed. Other people, I put them to sleep while they're heading 75 miles an hour towards a semi-truck. You never know what you're going to get. Well, I guess that wraps up another episode, the second episode, my journal entry number two, if you will, or if you won't. And yeah, I think it was a little bit more informative. I talked about the silly putty cave or the nutty putty cave. Talked about Andre Chikatilo. Yeah, well, basically, I just talked about those two things, I guess. I don't, you know what? I don't really recall everything I talked about. And I, I figure I'll just keep this around, you know, 30, 40 minutes. Oh, wait, wait. Before you go, I actually do have one more thing. You see, today, I went out and purchased some brand new, brand spanking ass new, ghost pepper nuggets from burger king listen let me tell you about this deal okay these nuggets are a dollar 40 fucking nine for eight of them to me that's a good deal you know you could get 16 freaking nuggets and have it'll be like three bucks it's pretty wild but I just I just got the one and some value fries. So I ended up paying because where I'm at there's no taxes. Two dollars and forty nine cents for pretty much a meal. And the you know, the value fries are value fries. There's no surprise there. 
But when you're talking about ghost pepper, if I tell you, hey, I'm going to get you, give you this shit, it's ghost pepper, what's the first thing that pops into your stupid little mind? Well, more than likely, it's that it's a spicy nugget or spicy whatever the ghost pepper's on. Because ghost pepper is supposedly one of the hottest peppers in the world. And I don't know why I keep falling for this stuff. But I got these ghost pepper nuggets. And I took a bite. The taste is good. It's got a good flavor. Mm. But the most important thing that people want to know is what is it? What is the heat like? What kind of heat is it? Now, I eat a lot of spicy foods. Uh, I eat stuff that's so hot, normal people cannot even get a drop of it on their tongue. I eat really, really spicy shit. So, when I took a bite of these nuggets, it was just like regular ass nuggets with no spice at all so i can't even comment on how spicy they are like i can sense the spiciness sometimes in things but these were so not spicy that i couldn't even do that so to me they taste like normal ass regular shit nuggets were they good yeah they were good would i get them again absolutely at $1.49? Come on. I don't know how much their regular 8-piece nuggets is, but $1.49 is not that bad. Was it hot? Hell no. There was no, not even a little bit of heat. So, you know, if, if you're looking, if you're scared, if you're shaking in your boots, if you're pissing your pants at the sheer thought of eating ghost pepper wings... You could just uh, clean yourself up and go ahead and get some because they're not hot. Now, to a normal person, would they be hot? No. I just said that. It was so not hot. And I can tell when something's going to be hot for a normal person. Because I sensed a little bit of spice. Like a little bit of spice. I'm already thinking... Well, well, this is way too hot for a normal fucker. This didn't have any spice. No spice existed on this land. This is what ghost pepper would taste like if it was candy instead of ghost pepper. It just wasn't spicy. Like I said, and it wasn't to say that the nuggets were bad. So what would I give this? Let's rate this shit. What would I give it out of a... One to five rating. Or should I do thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle? Alright, yeah, let's do that. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. I would go with thumbs up. I thought they were good. They're just not spicy. And I know spice isn't everybody's thing. They have their own unique flavor. They have, uh, they're cheap. They're decent, decently priced for what they're, what they're getting. And it's something new. So, I would give it a thumbs up. 
The value fries? See, there's an example of something I would give a thumbs down. I didn't feel the value. I took a bite out of them and they didn't, they didn't give me any value at all. I was upset. I'm not going to go set fire to the Burger King which I bought this from. But what I can tell you is this. I will think twice about spending one whole dollar on value fries. Would they have been better if I got like a medium? I don't know. Maybe the fry juice would have been a little bit better. I don't know. Maybe their fries just aren't that good today. I know sometimes you go in there and it's better than others because of the, the oil that they've been using. And it is late in the day. So you can't really say whether or not that's the problem. But all I'm going to say is that the fries I got today were thumbs freaking down. And with that being said, I think we'll just go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, if you have any complaints, you can send it to my email, which is hecklemode at gmail.com. That's H-E-C-K-L-E-M-O-D-E, -E, hecklemode at gmail.com. If you need me to spell it out, don't bother asking me. What you need to do is hit you know, the uh, rewind button there. You see it. Hit it. And we're back. That's all you had to do. So, without further ado, uh, goodbye, my constituents.